happy Tuesday, good morning, it is another gorgeous morning, and today I wanted to talk about the concept of ignoring the 3D reality. In the Law of Assumption community, in the quantum physics community, there are many of us who will talk about the concept of ignoring the 3D reality. And this concept was first introduced, um, to my knowledge, it was first introduced by Neville Goddard um, in the 40s when he was, you know, writing his, his books and going on his, his little speaking tours. He would talk about ignoring the 3D reality. But I think sometimes it gets a little misconstrued because we're not saying to deny the 3D reality. That's not what we're saying at all. It's not a denial of the 3D reality and looking at your 3D reality in denial and just kind of shutting everything down and being like, ew, no, that's not what's going on and and creating this resistance. You're not trying to create resistance to your 3D reality when you ignore the 3D reality. What you are doing is making the 3D reality, you're not attaching to it. You're not giving it more meaning and significance than the reality that you feel that you are deserving of, the reality that you want to create. You are not giving things in the 3D reality more importance than you. And your belief systems and your mindsets and your self-care and your well-being. That's what it really means to ignore the 3D reality, is to take the 3D reality off of a pedestal, if you're putting it on a pedestal, say like if you are looking at the 3D reality for proof about whether or not a specific person is texting you or calling you or they haven't spoken to you in a week and you're like why aren't they calling me why aren't they texting me I want to but why but why please 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 I want them to text and call me you know and (laughs) and you're getting into that like beggar mindset and the reason why and and I'm not trying to like insult anybody but you're getting into that beggar mindset When you're getting into that beggar mindset, you're putting your desires on a pedestal because you are removing yourself from your desires and you are removing the intention. You are just looking at the desire and saying, it's got to happen. I got to have it. I won't be happy until I have it, right? Or you're looking at the 3D reality as such a big challenge that you you say okay well this is the only reality that i can live this my life will never change and i'm not worthy of any changes and i'm just going to stay stuck and i'm just going to accept it and life is what it is and life sucks and suck it up buttercup you know like and and you're getting into that mindset too You're getting into either one of these extremes, an extreme in which you believe that you deserve to just stay stuck or an extreme in which you are taking your your 3D reality concepts and, and removing yourself from your desires and removing yourself from your own power even to be able to transmute and change your life. And you're saying, oh, it's not possible for me. 
on either extreme, you're saying that change is not possible. You're saying that manifesting your desires is impossible instead of saying that it's inevitable. So, so what it means to ignore the 3D reality is not to be in denial, but to not give resistance or importance to what's happening. And what do I mean by that? Okay, so say you're trying to manifest money. And, and this, is, this is the one that I feel just like with manifesting a specific person is so important. Um, when, when looking at the 3D reality and, and not denying it, but also ignoring its significance and not giving it as much significance and not giving it as much importance to, to look at, you know, your monetary value in your bank account and be like, oh, well, that's all the money I'll ever have. And, you know, so I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to, you know, never, never spend a dime. I'm going to feel guilty every time I spend anything. Um, and I cannot make more money. It is impossible for me to make more money. I've only got this much in my bank account, so I need to hold on to it for one. And then two, um, I'm not going to be able to make any more money because of XYZ factor. And you are selling yourself short on the possibility of making more money or having a better life or, you know, being more well off. You, you feel like it's super impossible and that you don't see the solution. You don't see the solution to your problem. And I'm not saying that you should look at your bank account and be like, oh, um, I only have, say, $300 in my bank account. And this is supposed to last me until the end of the month until I get my paycheck. And that's the kind of life that I live. This is the only kind of life that I'm going to live. No. (laughs) You know, don't sell yourself short is what I'm saying here. But don't create resistance. If you're looking at your bank account and you're like, I've only got $300, but I'm going to go ahead and spend it anyway and spend it on something that I really don't need and then therefore create a situation in which I feel guilty about spending this money because I know that I didn't have it to spend. I needed to save it for something else that was more of a necessity. But I told myself I needed, quote, needed this, this other thing. You know, hold on, to, hold on to whatever you do have. But then also realize that you can change and transmute it and accrue more, is what I'm saying with that. So when I say to ignore your 3D reality, If you were to look at your bank account and look at how much money you have in your bank account and say, okay, this is the money that I have right now. And instead of looking at it as I've only got this much money, you can say, this is the money that I currently have. And if you know that you need to make more, you want to make more, you can say, okay, well, what is the solution? What can I do to actually have more? What can I do to actually create more? And instead of looking at just the external solutions that you can that you can do to create more, you can go within and you can say, okay, well, what am I doing that is keeping me stuck in only having this much money? What are my belief systems towards money? What has been my relationship towards money? 
What are my actions when it comes to money? What kind of mindsets have I had up to this point that have kept me only making so much to therefore only have so much left over? And what can I do to change that? And then look at your desire for more money and say, okay, um, how much money do I want to make? And, and, and very much get specific. It, it does help to actually get specific about how much money you do hope to make within a month, within a year, within whatever. And it doesn't have to be a large sum of money, but it can be if, if that's what you want. If you're hoping to manifest, you know, making six figures a year. Then, then yes, set that goal for yourself. But also say, okay, well, this is how much money that I hope to make in a month. This is how much money that I hope to make in a day. This is how much money that I hope to make in a, in a whatever. But then also tell yourself and affirm for yourself that you have the power to do that and that you are going to show up as the person who has that power and who has that ability and who, and who is making that money and who is magnetic enough to be able to make that money. And it may not happen overnight. There, there are ways in which it has. There are ways in which it can. Um, I've heard several success stories about people who have used Neville Goddard's techniques um, and manifested overnight, manifested within three days. Um, Neville Goddard even says that your manifestations, if they are, if they are important to you, if you care about them, if you care about what it is that you hope to manifest, you can literally manifest it within three days. You can literally manifest it within a week. And it just, it's not so much dependent on hammering in those affirmations. It's more about having that affirmation, understanding and knowing it to be true and then allowing yourself and the universe to conspire to put you in a situation in which you will create that. And that is how it works. And then you can even apply the same principle to relationships. And, I, and I've spoken about it before where I've said, you know, you, you have the desire and you can either go one of two ways about it. You can say, this is my desire and I won't be happy until I have it. Or you can say, this is my desire and this is what I'll do within, in my inner intentions to be able to get to that point. And, th- and these are the inspired actions that I will take. And this is the outer intention, which is I affirm that I already have it. I affirm that it is done. I want it. I got it. Um, and then you just let it go and you allow it to manifest. So when it comes to a relationship, especially a relationship with a specific person, you have that specific person in mind. And when you are looking at the 3D reality and you are looking at, oh, well, they're not texting me. Oh, well, they're not calling me. Oh, well, they're not responding to me. Oh, well, they're not putting me first. Are you putting yourself first? Are you taking care of your well-being? Are you taking care of your magnetic field? Are you noticing your own self-worth and reaffirming that self-worth and reasserting that self-worth? Or are you dependent on that other person to give you worth and value? 
Are you dependent on that other person to be the be-all, end-all and to make you happy? Because I want to I say this right now. I, it took me a while to really get to this point and I still sometimes have discrepancies with, with people when I say this, um, uh, even, even with my friends. Um, no one and no thing can make you happy. I am a, a person who firmly believes in transmutation of energy, transmission of energy, um, the law of assumption, quantum physics, esotericism, different things like that. I fully and firmly believe in that. But I also fully and firmly believe because of that, that no one and no thing can make you happy. You make yourself happy and you decide to be happy in the present moment and affirm And you don't have to affirm like crazy. You don't have to like, you know, hammer in your affirmations all the time. If you want to, you know, sit and meditate and and speak your affirmations or, you know, um, program yourself to, to, uh, to start affirming in your mind, you can totally do that. But what I mean with affirming like crazy is like getting so attached to, um, your desire and, and just looking at the desire and looking at the 3D reality for proof that it has manifested. And, and getting frustrated because you're saying your affirmations and you're doing, and you're doing your scripting and you're doing um, your meditations and you're doing all of this work. You're doing all of this work, right? And, and then you are not seeing it show up in your 3D reality like that. <laughs> you know, and you're getting frustrated. So... And I've spoken about that in another episode, but what I mean to say is if you are not taking care of your own self-worth and your own self-magnetism and your own well-being, you will not attract what it is that you desire. You will keep yourself in this infinitous loop where you are just looking at the 3D for proof and getting frustrated when it doesn't happen. Because, yes, it can happen overnight. Yes, it can happen in three days to a week. Yes, you can tell yourself, I am a miracle manifester and I manifest anything that I want in 24 hours or less and believe that for yourself. I am a miracle manifester and I can manifest anything in 72 hours, which is three days or less. I am a miracle manifester and everything that I want comes to me within a week. And I am making this much money in a day. I am making this much money in a week. I am making this much money in a month. I make six figures a year. I, I am so happy and grateful to have this life. I am so happy and grateful because I am a miracle manifester. I, I am so happy and grateful to be in this relationship with my specific person because I am a miracle manifester. This person loves me because I am a miracle manifester. Whatever affirmations you want to use for yourself, by all means use them but when you get attached to the desire and you get attached to the 3d reality for proof that your desire has manifested what happens is it brings you out of orbit with actually manifesting and being magnetic and you start to repel and you start to do things that actually repel your desires away from you instead of magnetizing them to you 
you check the 3D for proof and you get so attached to having your desire and you get so attached to that desire and you start operating from a place of, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I need it, I need it, I need it, instead of saying, it is already mine. It is already mine. Because when you say that it is already yours, that is the key to detachment, is saying that something is already yours. And I know that mo- most of you here who, who are listening to this podcast do, do believe in this. And I know that there are some who, who are like, well, it's very hard to believe that something is already mine when I have no tangible proof. And there are some who, who think that seeing is believing. But I am of the belief now that believing is seeing. And vice versa. Because what happens when you believe in something is that it has no choice but to manifest in your life. If you believe something to be true, it has no choice but to manifest in your life. Take, for instance, negative beliefs. If you believe that you are going to stay broke, if you believe that you are only worth staying in jobs that only make maybe $10 an hour, if you are only worth staying in places where your, your worth is not really given a lot of precedence, then you're going to stay there. And that is going to be your reality. You are going to live a reality in which you continue to have those experiences that continue to reaffirm that you are going to stay in these positions that you are never going to move forward. That is your belief system. You have told yourself that that is all you are worth. Or a negative belief system about a specific person. If you believe that, or or types of people, if you believe that all you are going to attract is emotionally unavailable people and narcissists and anything like that because that has been your experience or you believe at the beginning of your relationship that the person that you are with is a good person and that they really do love and support you and all of these different things and then you get further on into the relationship and you start believing that they're going to treat you just exactly the same way that you're maybe um emotionally unavailable ex did or your narcissistic ex did or your abusive ex did and because you're so used to the patterns of narcissism and abuse and emotional unavailability then you are going to continue to attract that and I know some of you are saying well 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 Alice how am I continuing to attract that if I am working on myself and I know that this is not what I want to attract. You're focused on what you don't want to attract and where you put your focus is what you wind up attracting. Even when you say it's something that you don't want because the universe or your subconscious mind or whatever you want to align with to to say that... um, you know, whatever, whether it's God, the universe your higher self, your subconscious mind, the collective subconscious, whatever it is that you want to to use to say, 
okay, the powers that be. The power, the powers that be, whether you believe yourself to be the master creator of your own universe, which, which is something that I believe, um, the powers that be do not listen to the concept of, I do not want. Because if you are focused on what you do not want, you are focused on what it is that you don't want. And where your focus goes, your manifestation goes. And the reason for that, even in the case of attracting what you don't want, is because you are putting your energy and time and effort into thinking about it, into worrying about it, into stressing about it, into whatever. And you will manifest from stress. You can manifest from stress. Now, I don't want you to take that and say, oh, well, if I'm stressing out about money, then I'll actually manifest money. Nope. You will manifest stress and struggle and anxiety and suffering the more that you manifest from stress. The more that you create this inner world, this inner reality that is hyper alert, hyper aware, constantly fidgety, constantly looking, 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 begging, 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 that rides that high of cortisol more than it rides a high of dopamine, (laughs) then you will create more stressful situations in your life. You will create more undue stress for yourself, more undue struggle for yourself. And if that's not the, if that's not the reality that you want to live, then what you need to do is shift your focus. So when it comes to ignoring the 3D reality, don't deny what is going on, but definitely say, okay, I accept that this is what is going on currently and I know how I can change it. I have the solution. I have the solution. I am the solution. I am a miracle manifester. I see what I want very clearly in my mind's eye. And I feel it within my body. I feel it within my energy field. I feel it within my nervous system. I feel it within my chakras, whatever you want to say. I feel it. I know that I can have it. I know that I deserve it. I affirm that I deserve it. I want it. I got it. And then just let it go. Another way that you can, use, that you can look at this is creating a filter. Now, I I like this concept. I like this concept really, really a lot. Um, I've heard it, I've heard it be called, you know, putting on rose colored glasses and, and you've, and many of you have probably heard that term when it comes to particularly manifesting a specific person or being with a specific person or being in love. Love is blind, rose colored glasses, you've got rose colored glasses on, (laughs) you're not seeing the red flags, you're not seeing the the, you know, forest for the trees, you're, you know, but, um, so I'm not going to use the, the term rose colored glasses, but I am going to use the term filter. And what does a filter do? It filters out any impurities that that's, that's normally what a filter does. It filters out any impurities. 
but a filter can also um, transmute and change something as with a photo filter or um, it can change something that was once in color to black and white we have that ability with our with our smartphones now we don't we don't have to you know go through all of this all of this processing and download all of these photo apps unless we want to to be able to change a photo to black and white and we don't have to you know have a specific lens on a camera to to do a photo in black and white we can just digitally render it um but a filter changes and transmutes something whether it's filtering out impurities such as a water filter um or it is changing and transmuting the look of something, such as a photo filter, changing something from color to black and white, changing something from um, having a lot of saturation to maybe having more shadows, um, upping the highlights on, on your photo, right? So you can look at the 3D reality with a filter on. Almost like you're putting on a pair of glasses. Because you can't change what has already been manifested. You cannot change what has already occurred. You cannot change what has already happened. But you can transmute and change what you want to see in your present reality and what you hope to continue to see in your future by adapting a filter. And your filter is just your belief systems about yourself and your assumptions and your affirmations that say, I want it, I got it. You can look at your bank account and only see $300, but you can see that $300 growing with that filter on. You can look at this specific person and maybe pull back your energy a little bit from that specific person and from making them so important and putting them on a pedestal. And you can say that specific person or someone better is going to be the person for me in my life. You're opening yourself up to a possibility of someone better coming in. While, while recognizing that you still have this desire for this person, but you're not putting them up on a pedestal and far removing them from you. You are saying, I am making room for this person, but I am also making room for other possibilities. You are getting rid of the how and the when and the why and just allowing things to happen naturally between you and that specific person. And if you know that that specific person is the one that you want to be with, you can even move into a space that says, I want to be with this person. I am with this person. How would you act if you were with that person? What kind of person would you be? You would be your authentic self, right? <laughs> you would just be you. And you would be magnetic because you are you. Because you're not trying to change yourself for that person. And if you are changing yourself, you are transmuting your energy. You're transmuting your energy into the version of you that you want to be for yourself that is magnetic, that is attractive, that is welcoming, that does have all of this money, that does have whatever it is that you want to attract in your life. You have that. It's you. It's yours. It's your life. You are that master manifester. You are that creator. You are the god, goddess, 
um, master, master manifester of your own universe, whatever you want to call yourself, however you want to see it. And even if you believe in, you know, a god or other gods or you work with deities um, such as people who work with different types of magic practices and pagan practices and, and even like hoodoo and voodoo, I know that uh, there, are, there are certain like hoodoo and voodoo, um, I, I don't know what they would call them because I'm, I'm not a practitioner but like kind of similar to deities, um, you know, that they will call upon as well. Um, their ancestors, even, you know, if you're working with ancestors, if you're working with archangels, doesn't matter what you're working with. You still know that you have a power and that you are working with these other energies to create. As soon as I said that, it was like, oh, I I felt like a change in my energy. (laughs) But you are working with these other energies to create, but you also recognize and are aware of your own power and you don't depend on those deities to give you that power. You are just acknowledging their power and saying that that power is helping you along. I work with deities and I, I work with several different deities and I still recognize that I am the one creating my life and that they are only guiding me and helping me to be able to create the best life that I want to have. And that's it. I'm not, you know, and, and, uh, there are people who ask me, okay, well, why don't you leave them enough offerings? Why don't you work enough with your deities? I do like literally, um, each person works with their deities differently. I have always believed that, um, there are certain practices that you can do, especially if you share a deity with someone, um, and you are a devotee and you are doing certain types of magic, you are doing certain types of whatever, you have a certain type of practice. But I, I also believe that your deities will work with you in a way that works for you. And if something is not working for you, then you don't need to do it. Same thing with, with the law of assumption or the law of attraction or manifestation. If something is not working for you, then why are you doing it? If or, or even if something as simple as, uh, you know, working out, for example, if you understand that there is a particular workout that doesn't really work for you, it doesn't give you the toning that you want, it doesn't give you the, um, you know, fat burning that you want, whatever it is that you're looking to do, um, muscle building, toning, fat burning, um, weight management, whatever it is that you're hoping to do with a workout, um, if something isn't working for you, either change track and do what was working for you or do something different that might actually work for you, right? And that's the same thing. I leave herb offerings sometimes, but when I don't have enough herbs, I don't. Sometimes I will drink tea and that will be my offering. Sometimes I will cook something and that will be my offering. I'm very much in my kitchen a lot, so cooking is is kind of like my offerings to my gods I don't really like leave food out for them Um, I don't even leave food out outside just because of uh, where I live I don't really have a lot of space Um, (laughs) but uh, I just I just do whatever it is that I do and um, more often than not 
it winds up coming down to how I'm creating and what I'm creating and that winds up being my offering to them and they're just like look you are the creator of your own universe you already know what you're doing if we need you to you know seek out more knowledge then then we will we will give you little nudges here and there um but you already know what you're doing you already know what you're doing you you basically don't need us we're just here you know (laughs) and um yeah but um just just using that to speak on my examples um and my experiences but I hope I hope that you gathered from this, you know, that if you are trying to ignore the reality, you're not trying to deny it, but you are definitely trying to transmute it. And that you can accept your reality and and find a solution to if you are having a problem in your current reality. Find the solution and recognize that you are the solution, that the solution resides inside of you. It's not going to be found outside of you. And the only way that it will happen outside of you is by you taking inspired action and then getting into the, you know, from that inner intention, that inspired action from that inner intention, such as if you're looking for a new job, like I said in a previous episode, if you were looking for a new job, applying for for new places. And then moving into that outer intention of, I want it, I got it. I want it, I got it. I want that money, I got it. I want that relationship, I got it. And then bring, bring that energy back into yourself and focus on your own well-being. Focus on the things that are going to make you happy. Focus on doing something out of the norm, um, such as if, if you normally don't. Um, make breakfast at 8 o'clock in the morning. Go ahead and make breakfast at 8 o'clock in the morning. If you normally don't, um, you know, uh, wash your face before nightfall, then then go ahead and wash your face. <laughs> like, you know, wash your face in the morning and then wash your face at night too. Um, <laughs> you know, do something that pertains to self-care um, and not just pampering yourself self-care, but like, actually doing something that maybe you haven't done in a while that you would really like to do within your means you know like if, you, if you're like oh well I haven't really uh gone on a vacation in a while and I would like to do that but then you look at your means and you're not really able to take a vacation at the moment then I wouldn't recommend taking a vacation save up for that vacation though definitely save up for that vacation know how much you need to be able to do that and then make it happen um but, you know, even if it's something as simple as, okay, well, personal, personally to me, I have a Keurig, but I also love drinking tea. And I have several different teas. Um, my staples are chamomile because that helps me when, it, when it's coming down to bedtime. I like to drink chamomile tea because it helps me relax and it helps me feel calm. Um, I also have a tea blend that I made for myself that has um, rose and chamomile and um, a little bit of uh, vervain, which, which also helps with, um, with calming and, and sleep, um, and lavender. And I love lavender in my tea. Um, I even have a blend that's Earl Grey with lavender in it. And I love drinking those teas. 
Um, another big staple for in the morning would be Earl Grey. Um, I also like to drink green tea. I also like to drink peppermint tea because it can help with nausea, it can help with headaches, it can help with sinuses. Um, and I like to mix that with local honey and um, juice from half a lemon um, if I'm feeling kind of a lot of sinus pressure. But find something that you enjoy and, and do that. And, and what I was saying with, you know, I have a Keurig. I don't like to drink a lot of coffee, even though I do have a Keurig. Um, I've tried to move out of the space of drinking too much coffee because I find that the caffeine content in coffee makes me a lot more jittery and therefore a lot more anxious and also a lot more prone to um, being irritable later <laughs> versus drinking tea <laughs> that um, even if it's an herbal tea and I drink it in the morning I still wind up feeling a lot better even if I don't wind up feeling sleepy I just feel more relaxed I feel more centered within my nervous system I feel less stressed I feel less inclined to panic <laughs> um, about anything going on for me and I also notice that it has been a massive shift in my overall demeanor when I drink tea versus when I drink coffee. I do sometimes still indulge in coffee, no lie. Um, especially because I do like getting uh, blended coffees. Um, and I say blended coffees because Frappuccino is trademark of Starbucks. <laughs> But I will go to some of my favorite local places and still get blended coffees every now and again because especially during during the you know summer seasons, I like cold drinks, but I also still like hot tea and people are like, uh what <laughs> but um, but you know uh, when when it's really hot outside and you still want to indulge in a drink, you're gonna get more like an iced coffee or a or a blended frozen coffee or whatever it, or whatever it is. And, and you're going to indulge in that. And sometimes I still do. But um, I like to make coffee at home now because then I can uh, control the sugar content. I can control the flavor. <laughs> I, can, I can add my own flavor and, and as much or as little as I want. Um, you know, and, and, I'm not, and I'm spending far less uh, because I'm making it at home than I would be if I were to be going to... Um, my favorite coffee shops all the time and and buying like three and four dollars and five dollars for coffee um, you know so so that's a splurge every now and again but um, but my point is is do something to take care of yourself and not just splurging not just pampering not just you know going out and treating yourself to a nice meal but even something that you can do at home um, for example, is there anything that you can pick up in your home that would make your home feel a little bit cleaner? Is there anything that you can organize within your home that would make you feel a little bit better and make you feel less uh, cluttered? Um, is there anything that you can do for yourself um, every day that would make you feel a little bit brighter during your day? So. So to, to summarize this episode, when you're ignoring your reality, it's less about denying your reality and more about recognizing how you can change and transmute it. 
you can put a filter on and recognize that you can't change what has already transpired, but you can change yourself in the moment right now and your belief systems in the moment right now and your actions and take inspired action towards the intentions that you have when it comes to manifesting your desires. And when it comes to manifesting your desires, sometimes the best way and, and truly the, the way that I, that I personally believe is best is to pull your energy back a little bit and not to let go of your desires, not to detach and give up on your desires, but definitely make your desires show that you care, show that they are important, but give more importance to yourself within that realm of having your desires than you do give importance to your desires in a way that possibly puts them up on a pedestal. I love you and I hope you have a great day. It is Tuesday and um, I, I like to call this Tarot Tuesday. So if you would like to book a tarot reading with me, you can reach out to me at cardomancybyalice at gmail.com. I am offering some deals right now. Um, so you can message me for any further details on that. And if you would like to discuss anything that I have discussed in this episode in further detail, you can also send your discussion questions to me at cardomancybyalice at gmail.com or through a direct message on Spotify or Anchor. I would love to open up discussion with you guys. I love you and I hope you have a great day. Bye.